0: hey everyone welcome to industry headlines he's kevin kaufman i'm fred weaver and uh this is officially the coronavirus industry headlines uh segment for the week (laughs) hey kevin
1: yeah it is what's up buddy
0: uh we look a little different here on uh, for those of you watching on video and not listening to us on audio um we're both in our home offices aka my master bedroom and what looks like your pantry but i can't quite tell what's (laughs) behind you there
1: it's my wife's office where she crafts all of of the things that she crafts
0: okay all right well welcome everybody thanks for joining us and um you know, uh, we're probably going to have a little fun here uh, on this episode, but also we, uh, you know, we want to have a, a serious tone. What's going on in the world right now is uh, unprecedented. It is uh, scary to many. It is uh, unknown. And um, a lot of it is impacting real estate and it's changing literally every minute. So by the time this episode airs on our podcast or you happen to catch it, um, who knows what may have happened since then. But um, anyway, as of, uh, 5 30 p.m pacific time on monday march 16th here's what's going on in the world of real estate as it relates to the coronavirus
1: yeah so first let's jump into the uh, the news out of italy Uh, there's been a lot of news out of italy but uh reports coming in that italy is literally canceling mortgage bills uh and the question is now posed can that happen in uh, the u.s Uh, my guess is no Uh, But first of all, let's just talk about the severity of that. For for a country to kind of, they're so impacted in Italy, they're saying, hold on a second, we're not not making mortgage payments right now.
0: Yeah, to put that into perspective, Italy has somewhere in the $423 billion worth of outstanding home loan debt. That's still a lot of long-term loans. But when you compare that to the $11 trillion worth of American mortgages, single family uh, duplexes, triplexes, and fourplexes, uh, it, it's
1: quite small. Yeah. So you know the thing here I want to point out is um, I think there was an economist for, who works at Wells Fargo mentioned, hey, somebody owns those bonds. Basically, they own the money, right? And um, who, like, who's going to be making the interest payments? Because if the if the citizens are not, are the people who owe that money are not. Like, someone is. Yeah. Maybe it could get re-amortized and kind of tacked on to the back end of things. Maybe the government's going to step in and make some, who knows what's going to happen. But uh, that's the problem is when you start looking, at, a lot of these things sound easy. Let's cancel payments, right? But the, the reality is, is there's just such a domino effect from doing something like that so drastic. It's not nearly as easy as people uh, would, like, would like to think it is.
0: Yeah, I would say stay tuned on this. I think there are going to be some things that come out to uh, impact housing and hopefully help home- homeowners. Um, There's a a lot of different options from loan modifications to forbearances, but the problem with a lot of those options is they require people to be through the period of uncertainty, and we're just approaching the period of uncertainty right now, so looking for solutions um, on mortgage situations without getting through this period and not knowing how long this period of people potentially not working or having their hours cut. Uh, et cetera, is going to last, leaves us in a a state of kind of unknowns. But for now, it's safe to say Italy is likely moving forward on canceling mortgage bills. The the U.S. will not be doing that anytime soon, but we'll be talking more about that coming soon. Um, You know, so it kind of leads to the question, Kevin, let's bring it back to the States for a minute. The question I think that people are asking is, what should we be doing right now, right? And Uh, You know, I think the first thing that I would say is that um, real estate is a very local event. So if you live in the San Francisco Bay Area or if you live in the Seattle, Washington area or Kirkland, Washington, versus if you live in North Dakota or West Virginia, like that answer is a little different right now. Some people are going about their business holding open houses the same way they've always had. Meanwhile, other states are effectively preparing for a complete shutdown and, and orders to stay indoors unless you need groceries or medicine are being being rolled out right now this week. So, um, you know, it's a little bit of a, of a local type of conversation that you probably need to be having uh, based on where you're at. But if you are able to leave your house, uh, let's talk about maybe some things that could be done.
1: Yeah. So one thing that that kind of popped or, my, popped, uh, or caught my eye was this article we found on InMit about kind of what are some seven things you can be done. Uh, You know, for markets where showings are still happening, I think it's just take strong caution, right? Advise your clients not to bring children or their aging parents along with them to the tours. I I think doing some real super, I hate to say it, but common sense, things like that could go a long way. Um, You know, another thing is, you know, in the article, they reference like associations, but I think this just is anybody and everybody. For the love of God, stop calling meetings. There's, there's no need to gather people together in any sort of form. I don't care if it's a five or 10 person meeting. Let, let's do it over Zoom. Let's do it over the phone. Let's use some sort of technology. There's no reason to have in-person meetings at this point.
0: Yeah, and and NAR came out uh, just in the last couple of days too, Kevin, with some guidelines, right? And the the biggest yes. thing I took away from their guidelines, I mean, be, beyond the the CDC's you know recommendations for washing hands and social distancing six feet or more away, et cetera, was that you know as real estate agents we can ask our clients if they've traveled recently and where they've traveled from. The big thing we need to we need to remember here though is that if we're going to ask one set of clients that, we need to be consistent across the board and ask every set of clients. So. Um, you can refuse to put people in your car and not show them houses. You can refuse to work with people that have visited such and such an area recently. If you choose to do that, just be consistent. Um, don't, you know, apply that to one set of clients and not apply it to another or you could find yourself in some sort of legal complication later.
1: Totally. Yeah. I think the point here is, uh, you know, as I look at this tips so and we'll, we'll link to those in the show notes, both of those talking about NAR's guide, as well as, um, just the seven tips article that we found there on Inman. I think overall, the point here is let's use some caution. Let's use some common sense. Let's make sure that we're, we're thinking of others and not just ourselves. It's so easy in a time like this to just think about, hey, well, I'm okay. I'm healthy, yada, yada, yada. The, the reality is, is it's the impact of that that's going to have on others. where I think we've got to just show some caution here and, and show some restraint, even though maybe we don't want to. Uh, or we're not familiar with it, or whatever the case is. I think in a time like this, with this much uncertainty, it's that's the best choice.
0: Yeah. And then finally, Kevin, in the headlines, this one just popped up today is um, one of the executives at uh, Compass came out and said that he'd like to see a two-week moratorium be put on all house showings across the nation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I got to say, I admire that conversations are happening. This is how stuff's going to innovate, right? It's not necessarily saying that his idea is perfect, but by having conversations, we're going to make make some progress. But I don't think you're going to see this one happen. Um, I think if any sort of moratorium happens, it's going to be from the federal government or the local government telling you you can't go somewhere. Uh, that's a little different than a, than a nationwide realtor moratorium, so to speak. Um, you know, I, I think without me getting into too deep into the coronavirus and some of the research you and I have done on it, I think the important thing to listen to is, you know, some of you right now are in the middle of this and you know what a big deal it is in your community and the impact it's having. Others are kind of watching at a distance saying, I don't understand this. I'm just going to go about living my life. Um, You know, this is going to be here for a little while with us. And when I say a little while, we're all guessing what that looks like. But even as early, you know, as recent as a few hours ago, Trump made some statements about this lasting through the summer, right, Uh, through August. So we'll see kind of where this goes but i think the thing for people to keep in mind is that you know even if we all stay indoors for the next two weeks like there's still there's still stuff that's going to go on in our world we can't shut everything down and therefore the virus is going to continue to spread it's just going to continue to spread at a slower rate so anyway i just want to i just want to say that um to you know kind of in mind to just say like hey guys, like we're going to have to change the way we do things. Every day is going to evolve. Every day is going to look different. But also know that like there's no one way out of this over two weeks. Um, at the end of the day, like we can't go without food. So people have to deliver food across our country. Um, there are people that are going to have to travel. And we don't know if those people are infected right now or not. And that's what makes this thing kind of scary and unknown and unprecedented. Because even if you keep people in their homes, the people that do still travel about to make sure that we all have, you know, heating and air and electricity and food to eat uh, could be carrying this and continuing to spread it. So uh, this is going to last for a while. I would say just hold on tight. We'll talk more about some different measures. Uh, Kevin, maybe you want to end with this concept of as real estate agents now more than ever is the time that we really look at at our expenses and we look at doubling down on, on making sure that we're running profitable businesses and cutting back.
1: Yeah, you know it's it's kind of funny. It's in a way, it's almost unfortunate timing. You and I had been working on a on a project because you and I had gotten so good about watching our expenses, literally tracking things uh, weekly. Like every every dollar that goes out of our business is is tracked and essentially scrutinized not just not just with our bookkeeper, but the two of us uh, and as well as another party in our business, and to make sure that we're just being wise with our money. And and I think the reality is um, whether this immediate like feeling of like uh, i'll call it problems inconvenience what's whatever whether that lasts two days two weeks or two months into the summer or through the rest of the year we don't know yet but w- what i do believe is true is we're going to feel the impact of this for quite some time regardless uh yep. and i would say more now more than ever it's time we've got you've got to buckle down on expenses cut anything at all that isn't necessary you and i just launched this this website literally last week called RemarginYourBusiness.com which is just about it's not even a business it's a service right it's us trying to help other agents do what we've been able to do in our business because of the way that we've scrutinized it so um, take a look at the uh, URL RemarginYourBusiness.com that's RemarginYourBusiness.com take a look we're just trying to provide another service to the industry we think it's a conversation that needs to be had and unfortunately now more than ever
0: yeah well, thank you guys for joining us for Industry Headlines. A little longer than we would normally go, but there's a lot going on in our world. Um, stay tuned. Next week's Industry Headlines should be another interesting one. And uh, we might uh, we might go live with even a special podcast here later this week. Uh, just some different things we're talking to our team and our brokerage about to keep you um, sort of on the cusp of, of what we're all trying to do, which is adapt and change uh, sort of by the minute, by the hour right now uh, to keep business going and continue to service our clients while also being really um, cognizant of, of how we're showing up and how we're representing ourselves to the public, to our database, and then coming from care and compassion, right, while we're also still trying to conduct business. So anyway, thanks for joining us for Industry Headlines. We look forward to seeing you back here next week. All right. Talk
1: to you guys then. See you later. Action. Oh, <laughs> hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you can send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission.
0: We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Hey,
1: that's it for today. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. If you found this valuable, do us a favor. Please review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening and share this with your friends. And for more great content, check out KevinandFred.com. That's KevinandFred.com. We'll see you soon.